Do you ever feel like manifestation is just another thing on your to-do list that you don't have time for? Like your spiritual practice is something that you have to do? Honestly, you're not alone because I felt that way too. Something that's really changed my relationship with manifestation is blending it into my lifestyle so that no matter what I'm doing, I'm also manifesting. I call this manifestation as a lifestyle and it single-handedly made the entire manifestation journey more enjoyable for me and I've seen my desires show up with a lot more ease. Manifesting as a lifestyle has made manifestation go from feeling like a task to something I just naturally do because it's who I am. If you'd like to learn more about this, I've created a step-by-step guide for you. I'll link it in my show notes so you can check it out. You're listening to the Affirmation Addict Podcast with Pyle Corley. This podcast will teach you about the power of affirmations while making manifestation easy and accessible for you in order to enhance your spiritual consciousness. Thank you so much for being here. And now it's time to get started. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Affirmation Addict Podcast. My name is Pyle, and Today is kind of a part two to last week's episode where I was talking a lot about how to recreate inspiration and stop procrastinating. This episode is all about consistency. It is one of the biggest things I hear people ask me for help with. So I want to share with you just different perspectives that have helped me become more become more consistent in my spiritual practice. So I think a lot of the times we look at consistency and we know it's necessary, but we just don't do it. We keep pushing it off. So I kind of made it a goal for myself this year to become more consistent, to become more honestly like honorable with my word. And I know that sounds so dramatic. However, it's something that really, really has helped me shift the perspective that consistency isn't necessarily about anybody else. It's actually about me and my relationship to myself and my integrity with myself, as well as being honest about what I say I'm going to do and then actually following through with it. Um, So something that really, really helped me, and I kind of touched on this in the last episode, was that thinking of consistency as a small promise to yourself. A lot of the times we try and get consistent when we're externally motivated, but specifically when it comes to your spiritual practice, it's all about you and you. Your spiritual practice is mainly for your benefit, for your evolution, for you to feel a little bit better. So it can be hard to stay accountable. Sometimes consistency is really easy when it's for, um, I don't know, like something externally motivated where someone is calling you out. If you're not doing it, you have like an accountability buddy. But when it comes to your spirituality, I've noticed it becomes so much harder because it's not a necessity by any means. Like we can live our lives without saying our affirmations, without kind of being conscious beings and practicing self-awareness or journaling or visualizing. You can continuously live your life. You can um, move forward. Maybe you won't feel as good, but it's such a subtle improvement that compounds so heavily over time that it's not as like glamorous of a journey. Whereas I think certain things that help you are are motivating to stay consistent is when you can visually see the results. Think about things like weight loss or hair growth or skincare, right? A lot of those you have very visual cues, but with consistency in your spiritual practice, there's not always a visual cue. A lot of the times it is a self-aware cue where you're going through a situation that used to trigger you a lot and now you're completely unfazed by it. 
or there's a belief that was such a strong limiting belief and now it's so irrelevant and that you have such an opposing empowering belief that it just comes up in moments. It's so opposite from having a visual cue and which is why I think it's really hard to stay consistent in your spiritual practice because Unless you're looking at your spiritual practice as a means to manifestation, which if you've been listening to the podcast, you know my thoughts on that, which is not a bad thing. I just don't think it's sustainable because it's really easy to be motivated and go really intense into manifestation when you're looking for, once again, that visual cue. Manifestation can fall into a visual cue. You want to see your manifestation in person. You want to see it in your 3D reality. And it can be really discouraging when you don't visually see that result. So when I kind of have started to become consistent in my spiritual practice, one thing that really helped me was doing little checks, looking at how am I feeling before my spiritual practice and how do I feel after my spiritual practice? Just noticing and taking a second to account for the small shift in your vibration or your energy can be a really good anchor for your brain to be like, oh, this did help me. This did make me feel better because that'll kind of serve as evidence for in those moments when you don't feel good, it'll motivate you more to actually lean on your spiritual practice because we oftentimes lean on our spiritual practice when things aren't going how we want, but when things are good, we kind of drop it. And what I would love for all of us to experience is consistency in having a spiritual practice because I think the amount of groundedness, the amount of centeredness that comes from being with yourself and spending that time with yourself, no matter how it looks, is honestly incomparable to anything else. I think it is such a good reality kind of rebooter. I think it's such a nice soul refresher that we take it for granted. When things are going really good, what motivation do you have? So that's why if you look at your spiritual practice as a small promise to yourself rather than as a way to receive a manifestation or kind of anything visually cueable as more of an internal thing that you want to do for yourself, how can you ask yourself and how can you make your spiritual practice, something that you want to do? How can you make it something that's important to you? And so my biggest tip for you, if you don't know the answer to that, is notice how you feel before, during, and after spiritual practice, before, during, and after writing affirmations or visualizing or journaling whatever you want to do for your spiritual practice, that actually is not nearly as relevant as consistently being able to show up and apply it. And a lot of the spiritual tools that I also talk about are very unseen. Once again, kind of talking about those visual cues, a lot of them you don't have to see. You can just do it in your head for a second. While you're talking to someone you might automatically create a judgment about them, but part of your spiritual practice can be thinking of something good about them rather than only noticing the judgments. And that's just something you do internally. You don't have to say it or announce it to anybody, but that's part of a spiritual practice. So allowing yourself to kind of zoom out with what a spiritual practice looks like and zoom into how do I want to make this easier on myself to show up every day for myself. The next perspective that helped me a lot, and I kind of just touched on this, is that consistency is allowed to look different every single day. We associate consistency with, I don't even know the right word, but like 
duplicates, right? Like we associate consistency with it has to look the same every day. At least I did. Where, for example, if I'm trying to be consistent in my spiritual practice, I assumed I had to write the same exact affirmations every single day for the same amount of time. I'd never really explored the idea of one day I'm writing affirmations and the next day I'm just thinking one positive thought on purpose. I never really thought about that as consistent because I think we always have this assumption that consistency needs to literally be the exact same thing, the exact same formula every single day, that repetition, right? We talk about repetition a lot in the manifestation world. And repetition doesn't mean you have to repeat the exact same thing. It's the energy you're coming into it with. Consistency is more of an energy and a state of being rather than necessarily an actionable output. Um, Kind of going back to the visual cues, you don't have to be able to see the consistency. You don't have to be able to take a picture of it. It doesn't have to be tangible. The consistency can just be in your intention. It can just be in your effort. So allow your consistency in your spiritual practice to look every day rather than putting the pressure on yourself that every single day you have to set aside 15 minutes to meditate. Because honestly speaking, sometimes it's just not possible. Sometimes you just don't want to do it. Whatever the case is, that can be so demotivating when we put too rigid of a structure rather than allowing for that flowiness to come in. And that kind of flowiness is what I've been exploring with like a more feminine approach to manifestation. I think in our world, we love structure. I love structure. I love rigidity. I love uniform. I love organized. And that's a very masculine energy, which I think has a time and a place to be of great value. But I think there's also beauty in a feminine energy when it comes to manifestation, allowing it to be intuitive and a little bit more flowy. And it doesn't have to look the same. It can be so subtle to the point where it is literally unseen and no one would even know you're doing it. That still counts towards your spiritual practice. So maybe take a quick second and reflect on how much pressure have you been putting on what consistency is, what consistency of a spiritual practice looks like for you, and how can you redefine it? How can you loosen up the definition of consistency that you've created to make it easier on yourself? We love just making things hard on ourselves. I think humans, and especially right now in our generation, we are so good at self-sabotaging, where I think we love unintentionally to self-sabotage ourselves out of doing something that's good for us by overcomplicating it. Because if it's too complicated, that is a really good excuse to not do it. But if it's so simple, it's a lot harder and a lot less um, of a barrier to actually do it. So when we overcomplicate it, we put all of these limitations and expectations about exactly what it should look like It's such an easy way to create an excuse for yourself, which is why my next perspective to help you with consistency is how can you make it easier on yourself? Now, I will be plugging my membership, my app, which is called Affirm It, only because I fully believe in it. But if you don't, don't feel like you have to buy it or have to become a part of it, but just listen to the overall principles I'm trying to talk about, okay? So I think in spirituality, we really like to overcomplicate it. We want we feel like there's like a missing special secret sauce that once we get that, 
everything will become easy. And I will be so honest with you. I looked for that for such a long time. I thought I would find like this little special secret sauce that no one could have come up with and I came up with. And I honestly think I did, which is manifestation, manifesting as a lifestyle. But that doesn't take away the work. That doesn't take away the effort and the prioritization of living that and choosing to actually participate in that. So when I say make it easier on yourself, don't overcomplicate it by saying you have to do X meditation and then you have to learn the perfect way to do this meditation. Don't think that you have to do the perfect affirmations and you have to repeat them 44 times and write them in a pink colored pen because that's going to attract your soulmate. Don't overcomplicate it. If you want to go that route, that is fine. But if the details of the way you should be doing something are overpowering the actual act of you doing it, then that's when you can kind of take that as a cue that you're creating more excuses rather than prioritizing just taking action. And this is something I have struggled with literally for my entire life. I we kind of use perfectionism as an out. We use it as an excuse. I still deal with this to this day and try and have to reel myself back in. But when it comes to our spiritual practice, we use like, let me just gain more knowledge. Let me, there might be one person who does it a little bit differently. There might be someone who teaches money manifestation in a super specific way. And that's what I want to learn. But oh, wait, I can't afford that course. So I have to wait two years. And that's why I'm not manifesting money for two years. When honestly, all you really need to do is show up, even if it's messy. And the reason I bring up Affirm It is because I think it makes it so easy for you to do your spiritual practice because everything is in one place. I That's actually the reason I made Affirm It because I was looking for something like that for myself. When I started my spiritual journey, everything, all the spiritual tools, the affirmations, meditations, um, different workshops and journaling prompts, they were all on different platforms. They were all from different people, which I loved. However, they were all on different platforms and they were kind of screenshotted or saved or purchased through my email. And they were all in different places. So it made it really hard for me to actually sit down and practice because the first thing I had to do was go find it. Hi, beautiful friend. I hope you're enjoying this episode. I wanted to hit pause for 15 seconds and share with you about my spiritual membership I created to help you raise your vibration and manifest with ease. I created a it so you can have access to all, and I really mean all of the spiritual tools you need to step into your higher self and watch your dreams manifest with ease. If you're really ready to dive into your spirituality and connect with your highest self, I invite you to join the Affirmant membership. More details are in the show notes if you're interested. And now let's jump back in. This is where you kind of have to be honest with yourself and what's an excuse, what's stopping you versus what's not. Another thing for me is I used to make the excuse of it's too expensive, so I can't do it right now. I can't afford it. I was really stuck in that lack mindset. And I was like, well, because I can't afford it, that means I don't know enough, meaning it's okay that I don't have to take action yet because I need to take the perfect action. Say there's like a manifestation course or a spirituality retreat that you're waiting to go on and you think that's going to be like the, you know, that's what your soul wants and needs, but, um, but right now you can't afford it. So up until that point, does that mean you just take no action and have no spiritual practice? I actually think the answer is no. I think there are so many free options on YouTube. There's also free, um, 
workshops and free freebies that people have and little meditations that people have. So finances in that case to have a spiritual practice are not a valid excuse. Um, And I'm only saying this not to call you out, but because it's something I experienced myself, I experienced using like, I wanted the expensive stuff, but I couldn't afford it at the time. And I used that as an excuse to justify why I couldn't get something. When in reality, that is a self-imposed excuse. And that just because it's more expensive doesn't mean it's better. Um, In your mind, it does. It's a value perception. But in actual quality, that's actually just a mind game that we play with ourselves. That's actually how the psychology of value and like why people buy luxury items versus buying a dupe off Amazon. Um, It's a very psychological thing. Actually, in true value, that's up to you. That's a belief. Value is a belief. So thinking about all these different layers how do we make it easier on ourselves? And my honestly actionable tip for you is going to be go become a part of my membership for one month. It is $8 a month and you have hundreds of affirmations. You have meditations, you have visualizations all created by me. And then I also make tools that you can kind of blend into your life. Like I have this thing called guided affirmations where you can listen to them and play them while you're doing your work or while you're cooking or while you're sleeping. I made sleep affirmations. So I make it easy by trying to give you tools to help you blend it into your daily life. And one of my favorite tools is this thing called routines. It is not the best name, but I don't know what else to call it, but it's called routines. And they're basically under five minute curated spiritual practices for you, depending on how you feel. So there's one, I think that's called like the anxiety alleviator. There's one that's called pivot your perspective or embrace the weight when you're feeling like, where the heck is my manifestation and you're feeling impatient. So those routines are targeted to be five minute little energy shifts for you in order to help you just shift your energy really quickly and also do your spiritual practice when you feel like you don't have enough time. And so allowing yourself to make it easy. If you are not a part of Affirm It, you can join. The link is down below in the show notes. And if you don't want to join Affirm It, what's one thing you can do to make it easier on yourself? Like if you want to write down affirmations, set your journal by your bedside or set your journal by your coffee cup in the morning. So when you drink coffee, you journal while you're sipping on your coffee. Make it a little bit easier for yourself in that way um, rather than overcomplicating it by trying to save one specific file and scroll through your folder of a thousand photos of one episode you want to listen to. So just be strategic, even if it's not perfect. Um, Consistency and showing up is better than nothing. The last perspective I want to share with you is thinking about consistency as part of your identity and as something that you can manifest. This was actually the biggest game changer for me that I really understood and embodied and applied this year where I was like, consistency isn't actually just something I have to force. I have to shift that as an identity and make that part of who I am and treat consistency, treat my intention to become consistent as something I'm manifesting. Because I think we kind of force ourselves into consistency because it is like we can willfully do anything, but why do we not want to do it? What are those barriers? What are the limiting beliefs around being consistent in your spiritual practice? Are you scared of evolving past your loved ones? Are you scared of 
all of the beautiful change that you know is possible. And it scares you because it's part of the unknown. And when you start to look at consistency as if it's something you're manifesting, you're able to reprogram limiting beliefs. You're able to detach. You're able to stop making it very personal. If you aren't consistent for a day, you can practice forgiveness with yourself. There are so many manifestation principles that can actually help you become a more consistent person. So one of the biggest things that's helped me is really looking at consistency from how do I manifest becoming a consistent person? How do I manifest becoming consistent in my spiritual practice? And what are the steps I can do to get there? It kind of feels a little inception-y because we're trying to be consistent in your spiritual practice. But in order to become consistent in your spiritual practice, you have to also treat it like a manifestation. And it kind of feels like a little bit of a loop, but it is so powerful and you can approach it as a manifestation, which has really helped me because manifestation ultimately is identity work. You're gradually shifting the way you show up in the world. And so when you can shift yourself in the way you show up consistently in the world, that's the manifestation of consistency. So it's a really fun little perspective shift that made it a lot easier for me to actually be consistent in your spiritual practice. And my last little tip I want to share with you is when you see consistency as a small promise to yourself and when you break it, that emotion that we feel is usually shame or guilt. Once again, we feel shame and guilt and we don't like feeling that. So we'd rather not work and play and try to be more consistent because we don't want to feel and put ourselves through shame or guilt, which I think are two of the heaviest emotions we can feel. They're almost like humiliating. And we know that in the past we've tried to be consistent. We haven't been able to do it. And then we've shamed or guilted ourselves. And then it becomes a really kind of humiliating cycle. So one thing is that look at it as a small promise to yourself. And what can you do in your power to keep it? Imagine that you're keeping a small promise to a little child or someone you love dearly or a puppy you love, right? Like we would do anything for the people we love the most. So imagine that consistency is an act of self-love and it is a way of showing up for yourself and it is a way of being there for yourself as you would someone you love. I know for a fact that if Tom is home, I will make sure there is food for him or I will go pick up something or I will ask him, have you eaten today, right? That is like one of my love languages. But example, right? When he's gone, I will forget to eat. And one of my promises to myself this year was getting consistent in eating for myself, not just for somebody else. So think about how like kind of out of your way you'll go for someone you love and reflect that right back on yourself. I think consistency is one of the greatest forms of self-love. And not only does consistency improve your self-love, it also improves your self-confidence because you begin to trust yourself more. You begin to trust that you can keep your word to yourself. We're really great at keeping our word most of the time towards the people we love and for people we care about or who people whose respect we want to earn, but we don't do that towards ourselves because it's like nobody is watching and who you are when no one's watching is truly who you are. And that's why I really believe consistency happens on the identity level, but it's ultimately a lens of self-love. It's a lens of self-confidence and it's an act of devotion to yourself. 
So that perspective really hit home for me in terms of getting myself to do it because I claim that I do love myself. But how can I claim that I love myself if I don't fulfill my own promise to myself of having a spiritual practice? And that was the honesty I needed and the kind of radical, slightly brutal honesty conversation I needed to have with myself, but it really, really changed the game for me. So I hope these perspectives can help you just gain more consistency in your life and in your spiritual practice specifically. And once again, if you do need help, just kind of piecing everything in your spiritual practice together in one place, you might want to check out my app and my membership affirm it. It has everything there. And it's the exact tools, affirmations, meditations, and visualizations I put myself through in order to manifest a lot of the things I have today. So my gift is honestly sharing it forward because I think there is so much power in showing up for yourself and having it all in one platform um, that really actually shifted so much for me. So that's why I made Affirm It. And I really do hope it can help you on your consistency journey. And other than that, thank you for being here. Thank you for listening to this episode. And I will see you next week. Bye. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If this episode resonated with you, it would mean the world to me if you can rate, interview the podcast and share it on your social media. So I know to keep creating episodes that are inspiring you to manifest. I'm so genuinely grateful for the time we shared today. And I'd love for you to join the community by following at Affirmation Addict on Instagram. To continue diving into spirituality and manifestation, head over to my website, affirmation-addict.com. Until next time, I'm sending you so much love and so much healing energy.